when we speak to a machine as we would to each other, they're actually starting to understand what we mean and the context behind that. Welcome to the Conversations That Matter podcast from Uniform, the podcast that dives into real conversations that are happening in contact centers around the world. Here you'll experience exciting interviews with well-known thought leaders, hear compelling stories from industry experts, gain fresh insights on contact center best practices and more. So grab a beverage and tune in as we get real with conversations that matter. Hi, I'm Patrick Allen, VP of AI at Unifor. And uh, I'm here with Haley Sutherland, who is Senior Research Analyst at IDC. And we're going to talk a little bit about AI and um, what we've seen over the past year and where we think it's going. And Haley's a great person to have here to have a little chat about it because she's IDC's expert on AI. Welcome, Haley. Hi, Patrick. It's great to be here with you today virtually. So as Patrick mentioned, I'm a senior research analyst here at IDC. We are a technology research firm, which means I get to have lots of interesting conversations with smart people uh, about artificial intelligence. And I'm very excited to bring some of those conversations here today to our discussion, Patrick. Great. One of the things that that I've noticed over the past year is this catchphrase that seems to be going around where people say, uh, I'm shocked, but I'm not surprised. You you see people saying that on the news all the time, Uh, usually in reference to to politics in the day's news. But I'm wondering, you know, if we could sort of think about AI over the past year and um, are there things which have happened that have made us shocked, but not surprised or only in the surprised category or perhaps in the shocked and surprised category? I'm interested to know what you think. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's a great question. I am a a huge story nerd. And, you know, I think any good story, you get to the end and it's what you think of as kind of surprising yet inevitable. You know, you, you didn't expect it, but once it happens, you go, oh, of course. And there have been a few things like that this year for me uh, that, I, that I think were really interesting. You know, I think one that, that a lot of folks are maybe aware of are all the advances we've seen in natural language processing and open source. And, and those have been just huge, huge leaps in the last couple of years. So think about things like BERT, you know, transformers, all of the many BERT derivatives that folks have come up with, you know, seeing places like Hugging Face using transformer technology to quickly implement ML models, uh, machine learning models. And so what this all means is that conversational AI systems are really starting to understand context and intent in natural language. You know, when we speak to a machine as, as we would to each other, they're actually starting to understand what we mean and the context behind that. And the other thing that we're seeing, you know, as, as part of that, especially with all of the advances in open source, the advances in machine learning and deep learning that are making training less of a burden in terms of the time it takes, the resources, uh, in terms of people, the compute power, the data, um, we're really getting to more accessible technology. There's higher accuracy with less data. There's less of a burden on humans to manually create ontologies and taxonomies. And it's, it's really been incredible to see. At IDC, we've done a number of surveys over the last you know, 10 months or so to really understand you know, how businesses are changing, how they're responding to COVID-19. And you know, a big one that we asked about was in terms of contactless experiences, what are organizations planning? And I was pleasantly surprised to see that the top planned investment to support contactless experiences is actually voice-based interfaces. So that was, you know, again, really cool to see, but it makes sense when you think about it, you know, in terms of what's going on in the world. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's a very interesting statistic. We did a survey here at Unifor over the past year, just sort of asking people how they feel about 
AI in general and, and um, talking to, you know, for example, a live agent versus a, an AI-based agent. And one of the things in, in our survey that we found was that 76% of consumers who are out there still prefer to speak to a live agent rather than, you know, talking to an IVR system or even a fairly smart AI system. And I do think that, that a lot of that is, is just because AI is not yet really taking into account sort of the, the broader context that is happening, not only within a conversation, but within a situation and within people's lives and, and uh, all that sort of thing. I think another statistic from that was that um, only about 32% of people said that they felt comfortable or even some comfortable using AI for, for customer service. And I really think that, that it is a big part of that is just the fact that AI has yet to be able to kind of, you know, look at you on Zoom or on your, you know, video or, you know, sort of your, your situation that you're in right now and take into account a lot of the things that are going on in, in the situation. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's true. And I think that's, that I think there are a couple of pieces to that. So, you know, I think part of it is, you know, trying to get that better understanding of context and intent through natural language processing, you know, understanding that when someone says, well, that was hardly helpful, they really mean that wasn't helpful at all. And, yeah. and AI is starting to get better at that. But I think, you know, to your point, the trust in AI's ability to do that is going to lag a little ways behind. Yeah. And that lines up with the conversations that I have, you know, with, with buyer organizations, with end user organizations, you know, even the, the ones that are using AI and that are fairly mature in it will say, I, I love to ask them what challenges they're having. And I always get, yeah, can you talk to my colleagues and let them know, you know, A, it can do, you know, let it know what they can do, um, that it can you know, start to understand these things better, that it is, you know, speech to text has gotten a lot better, uh, those kinds of things, you know, but also help them understand what it can't do, right? That it's not Skynet and it's not going to come and, you know, steal all their information and take over the world. And I think that's really telling that we're, we're still kind of at that phase. Um, yeah. And I think another piece of it is, you know, you mentioned kind of that, you know, that human aspect, right? Being able to understand what the person you're talking to is thinking and feeling, you know, kind of in both ends to feel like they're listening to you, hearing to you, hearing you, responding to you and to your emotions and to your context. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, one of the areas that I look at is emotion AI or affective computing, uh, which is, you know, teaching AI to, to understand human emotions uh, so that maybe some of these conversational systems can actually respond a little more empathetically to a frustrated customer or or, you know, to someone who's maybe uh, taking out an insurance claim for, for something really, you know, emotionally painful that's happened. Right. So I think that's, that's a really interesting question, especially as we see more and more digital assistants proliferating, you know, both in the consumer world and, and starting to move into the enterprise. You know, they're doing really well with things like uh, task automation, but how can we get them to be more empathetic, more human-like? And it's been very cool to start to see some of the advances in emotion AI and natural language processing that are starting to make this a, a little more possible and starting to make those things you know, kind of emerge. And now for a short break, let's learn more about Unifor. Unifor is the global leader in conversational service automation. The company's vision is to disrupt an outdated customer service model by bridging the gap between human and machine using voice, AI, and automation so that every voice on every call is truly heard. For more information about Unifor, go to www.unifor.com, email podcast at unifor.com, or tweet at Unifor. 
And now back to the podcast. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And, and I think that's that's a huge step towards the kind of like being able to, to pull in more context into the conversation that you're having with an AI than... Um, you know, than, than what we had before. But I also think that that's, that's only the first step. I mean, having a machine that can understand emotion from your facial expressions and also from your voice, the, the way that humans do is definitely really cool. And, you know, sounds like the future, but I think it's actually the future that's, that's here today. But the real future, I think, is also in, and I, I think, you know, where we hope to go is being able to integrate more uh, in terms of both the speech and sort of the video and the, and the context that you're getting from the video at the same time, not just somebody's facial expressions, but as I said, the entire context, you know. So I don't know, you know, on that sort of my vision of the future there is really just AI that, um, you know, is not just doing speech, not just doing vision, but is taking all of that stuff and putting it together and kind of understanding the human society that we live in in a much better way than, than it does right now. What are your prognostications for, let's say, the next year or five years or, or whatever? Where, where do you think we're really going to go? Sure. Yeah. And that's great timing because every year at IDC, we put out a set of predictions that we call our IDC Futurescapes, where we look you know, three to five years ahead, you know, anywhere from, from one year out to five years out, to try to understand you know, what's going to happen in the near term, midterm, and long term that businesses should be planning for. Um, and we have a couple of interesting predictions there that, that I can share. You know, I think one is, is really about the pervasiveness of AI. You know, despite the challenges of, of moving things from you know, pilot or proof of concept into production, we are seeing more and more organizations starting to be able to really solve that problem. We're seeing more models than ever, you know, moving into production. And, and one prediction we have actually is, you know, again, really about how AI is, is everywhere. We predict that by 2022, at least 65% of the G2000 will be using AI such as natural language processing, machine learning, and even deep learning uh, business-wide to enable, uh, we think, 60% of use cases across various functional areas. And that's from, you know, things like procurement to HR to customer service, you know, all these, all these things that I think, you know, AI can, can really help to, you know, again, automate tasks, answer questions, you know, and, and you know, just make us smarter, help to augment yeah. people's capabilities, you know, rather than replacing them. So I think, you know, we're going to see more and more humans and machines working together. And I think that's going to start feeling a lot more normal. I think we're going to start seeing some of that fear of being replaced, hopefully disappear and, and you know, and, and change into hopefully excitement about, oh, I don't have to do that manual task anymore. Yeah. yeah, I think that's another important point is like, you know, the more people feel like it's not about getting replaced, but it's about having something that, you know, is going to do a lot of your work for you or make it a lot easier for you, then the easier it will be for people to adopt it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think another interesting thing, if, if we look further out, you know, that's where things really start to get interesting because research is coming up all the time. The AI research world is just, you know, constantly surprising and amazing me with new models, new methods, new ways of doing things. So, you know, one of my predictions is that, uh, this is just a personal prediction, not a futurescape prediction, is that there will be things happening in AI in five years that, that we couldn't have predicted right now, which I think mm -hmm. is really cool to think about, you know, but in terms of official IDC futurescape predictions, we predict that by 2026, 20% uh, of AI will be closer to artificial general intelligence. So think of that as kind of, you know, true reasoning in the way that we think of it 
in terms of how humans do it, you know, being able to make kind of logical leaps in reasoning, being able to piece together information from multiple sources to arrive at one complete answer, things like that. You know, I think we're still quite a ways, and even in five years, we'll still be quite a ways from, you know, kind of an all thinking, all knowing, you know, context switching artificial intelligence. But we do think that, you know, in, in five years, we are going to see, you know, situationally that AI is going to get a lot better about that. And I yeah. think that's going to be really have an impact on conversational AI, especially in terms of, you know, the question answering, uh, task automation, and again, that that kind of worker augmentation. So, so really cool things coming, I think. And, you know, again, as as we see more and more of the digital assistants, I'm really interested to see how are they going to work together? How are they going to talk to each other? How are we going to know how to write, you know, route the right request to the right uh, digital assistant? I think it's going to be very interesting. I can't wait. That sounds very exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to that future. Well, Haley, you know, I want to thank you for taking the time to come talk to us. And this has been a super interesting conversation. Well, thanks for bringing me into it, Patrick. I always love talking to you folks at Unifor. It's always a good conversation. And uh, let's keep it going. I, I'm really excited to see what the next, you know, three to five years bring. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's see what 2021 is like. You have been listening to the Conversations That Matter podcast by Unifor. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast player and rate and review to enable us to create relevant and valuable content for your business. If you'd like to learn more about conversational service automation, visit unifor.com. Have a great day.